the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, you can stop holding your breath. Uh, He has decided to jump into the race for the Republican presidential nomination. Yes! Texas Congressman Will Hurd is in the race. Will Hurd. That's a good parlor game to play with your friends. How many Republican presidential candidates can you name? (laughs) There are 12. There are 12. Uh... I tried to name them all the other day, and I couldn't. I left a couple out. So uh, Will Hurd is in. Uh, Francis Suarez is in. Let me see how many I can get right here without looking at the list. Will Hurd, Francis Suarez, Vivek, that's how you say it, Vivek Ramaswamy, Asa Hutchinson. I call him Ada. Why? Why do you call him Ada? I don't know. I just call him Ada. Asa Hutchinson. <laughs> Tim Scott. Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, why did you leave me until number seven? Sorry. Appalling lack of loyalty on my part. Nikki Haley, Doug Burgum, North Dakota governor. I'm, I'm at nine. Ha! Struggling, 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 struggling. Yeah, I'm going to have to hold at nine. I could probably think of a tenth, but at any rate. Uh, hey, guess what? Last night, the Columbus City Schools Board of Education, yes, I'm getting to the Serena audio, don't worry, uh, approved a contract for their new superintendent, Angela Chapman. She is uh, going to make more than $100,000 a year more than she made when she was the uh, assistant superintendent or whatever other office she held before they elevated her. She will also make more than the previous superintendent, Talisa Dixon. Uh, contract also will cover all her costs for cell phone, laptop, computer, printer, and other necessary and appropriate technology. Does that include an Alexa? Probably. Uh, she will uh, receive 35 days of vacation? 35 days? Huh? Wow. Wow. I guess, uh, well, we already knew education paid well. Uh, She will also get a tax-sheltered annuity, a retirement savings plan, similar to a 401k offered to employees at public schools and some nonprofits. So she will be doing well. Probably a coincidence that also the Columbus City Schools Board of Education last night voted unanimously to put a 7.7 mil property tax levy before voters on the November ballot. Hooray! Columbus City Schools loves your money, and they want more of it. How much more? 270 bucks for every $100,000 of appraised property value. Uh, that's probably going to cost most people with a modest home 400 bucks a year. 
Happy times, happy times. They never, ever, ever have enough money at Columbus City Schools or any public school. Oh, wait, but they have the money. You know why they need your money. You know why they need more of your money. Because they're spending a bunch of money to sue, to stop school choice in the state of Ohio. And they're spending money to fight state auditor Keith Faber from finding out how much of the money they already have they're spending on that fight. See, they want to fight school choice, but they don't want to answer how much of your money they're using to fight school choice. Public school. Gee, public. Hmm. I remember from my newspaper days, if something was public, they had to be an open book. They had to tell you everything. They couldn't fight your Freedom of Information Act request. Ah, but they don't want to be accountable on how much of the money they get from you they're using to fight school choice, which you want. Love the accountability and the temerity. Okay, back to the contention by Kelly Robinson of the Human Rights Campaign. By the way, let me read you Kelly Robinson's resume to take over at the Human Rights Campaign, which is one of the ultimate corporate grifts of all time. They fight for everything under the LGBTQRSTUV umbrella. Kelly Robinson, she, her, a widely respected leader in the progressive movement, will become the organization's ninth president and first black queer woman to lead the organization. She comes to the human rights campaign after serving as the executive director of the Planned Parenthood Action Fund, (laughs) where she led the organization and its 18 million supporters in its efforts to dismember every baby they could get their hands on. Oh, I I added the last part. Sorry. Uh, Well, here she is. I'll play it again for you. Sitting in front of U.S. Senator John Kennedy yesterday, who tries to get her to admit that probably not equitable, since you're with the Human Rights Campaign, you care all about equity. Probably not equitable to have boys or men playing girls or women's sports. Oh, not so, Call it Kelly Robinson says. Women you and don't some that believe are that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female? Not as a, a definitive statement. Give me an example. Well, no, I, I don't think. How, 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 how many female members of the NBA do you see? Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news Notice she doesn't about answer. men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, right? That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, and it's just not the case. She is stronger I mean, James, than that. What's your experience, Ben? Male, female. Both Serena and Venus lost to the 203rd ranked male tennis player, which they're phenoms for women. Um, my experience, my husband, he swam at University of Kentucky as well. In terms of accolades and in terms of national ranking, I was a much better swimmer than him. Um, he could kick my butt any day of the week without trying. Now, she was exactly right about the 203rd-ranked player in the world dusting the court with both Venus and Serena Williams, beat them 6-1, 6-2, respectively, at the Australian Open in 2013. Here's Serena Williams herself in 2011 on the David Letterman show talking about a challenge 
that she had been uh, issued from then elite top 10 male tennis player Andy Murray. Andy Murray was challenging Serena. Come on, let's play. You're the best. I, I aspire to be the best. Come on, let's play. Serena Williams says, uh, no thanks. I'm like, Andy, seriously, like, are you kidding me? Because for me, tennis and men's tennis and women's tennis are completely almost two separate sports. So I'm like, if I were to play Andy Murray, I would lose 6-0, 6-0 in five to six minutes, maybe 10 minutes. Because it's, no, no, it's it, true. It's honestly, true. It's a completely... Really? It's a completely different sport. The men are a lot faster, and me and um, they they get they serve harder, they hit hard. It's just a different game. And I love to play women's tennis, and I I only want to play girls because I don't want to be embarrassed. I would not do the tour. I wouldn't do Billie Jean any justice. So Andy, stop it. Yeah. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna let you kill me. Uh, now the Billie Jean that she referenced there was Billie Jean King, big crusader for women's sports until. Men pretending to be women also had to be considered women because they're allied with the LGB under the same alphabet mafia umbrella. And Billie Jean King is often brought up as, well, you know, Billie Jean King, she beat Bobby Riggs in the Battle of the Sexes. Uh, yeah, that three-set match was played on national television when I was just a, lee, a wee lad, 1973. Uh, Billie Jean King was at the height of her abilities winning Wimbledon championships. She was 29. Bobby Riggs was 55. 55. Okay? So, yeah. If you get a guy who's uh, 26 years older than the best women's tennis player in the world at the time... Then we'd have a competitive, even play. (laughs) But good on good, best on best, or in the case of the 203rd ranked player beating Venus and Serena, pretty good on great. It's a no contest. Now, I only gave you half the story on the uh, example most often cited as, well, you know, women. Billie Jean King beat Bobby Riggs, Battle of Sexes, 1970s. Look it up. Yeah, you can look that up. Bobby Riggs was 55. Billie Jean King was 29. Uh, What they never tell you, and quite honestly what I forgot, was that the reason why Bobby Riggs gained such notoriety in the old... Retired tennis player, 55 years of age. Why was he even in the news? Why? Uh, who was this guy? Well, he arrived at the challenge of Billie Jean King after challenging the world number one women's tennis player at the time, Margaret Court, whom he beat in a match 6-2-6-1. So then his rhetoric increased and led to the Battle of the Sexes, which is the only battle you hear about now. You don't hear about him beating Margaret Court. Uh, The idea that men should be allowed to play women's sports, that boys should be allowed to play girls' sports just because they feel like a woman, channeling their inner Shania Twain, uh, ridiculous. The whole transgender movement is ridiculous. It is anti-God. It is damaging to the people trapped in it. 
which I say all the time is the challenge for me, is policing my tone and my utter disgust and disdain for people who would recruit and enslave young kids in this mythology that they can change their sex. I don't even use the word gender unless I'm making a mistake because gender is a made-up concept because sex is irrefutable and people knew that and it's powerful if you tried to steer this argument that, hey, you can change your sex. People are like, no, you can't. You're born a woman, you're born a man. Oh, but now we have sex assigned at birth. As if it's some random choice. All you people who want to be boys, line up over there. All you who want to be girls, line up over there. Now, what do they uh, say when your child is born? Hey, it's a boy. It's a girl. It's obvious from their genitalia. If you haven't already found that out, by the ultrasound ahead of time. Okay. So Riley Gaines is fighting a courageous fight nationally. Gary Click and others in the Ohio House of Representatives are fighting a courageous fight locally. We'll have Gary on the show, 1205, to talk about his SAFE Act, which, if it's passed by the Ohio Senate, signed into law by Governor DeWine. I'm a lot more confident in the Senate than I am in the governor. We will outlaw gender mutilation surgeries, cutting healthy breast tissue off girls, cutting the... um, genitalia off boys that will be outlawed in the state of Ohio. So we'll puberty blockers and other drugs that kids do not have the maturity to determine on their own whether they should be taking. You know what will be allowed? They say, ah, there'll be no transgender care. You know what will be allowed? Talk therapy. In other words, psychoanalysis. Psychoanalysis, which is what used to be the norm before we stumbled onto this stupid concept reserved only for the LGBTQ argument, which is gender-affirming. I've used this before. I fear I exhaust you when I use it again. There's no such thing as cancer-affirming care, lupus-affirming care, (laughs) appendicitis-affirming care. Wow, Doc. I need my appendix taken out. Oh, well, does it hurt when I press here? No, but I feel like it should. So would you please cut my appendix out? I need appendix-affirming care. Well, I'm a doctor. I've got my degree from Johns Hopkins. I've practiced medicine for years. If you needed an appendectomy, if I press there, you'd be in excruciating pain. I press there, you don't react. You don't need an appendectomy. No, I need appendix-affirming care. Take it out. They'd send you right to uh, a rubber room in a straitjacket, as they should. But when it comes to you denying your sex through the ruse of gender, then, oh, you can't say, oh, you can't confront that. You can't. Oh, no, no, no. You must affirm. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Now, a Franklin County judge is going to allow the civil lawsuit filed by the family of Donovan Lewis to proceed against the Columbus police officer and others on the force who were with him on the night of August 30th, 2022, when they went to Donovan Lewis's apartment 
and did everything short of detonating a bomb outside his door to get him to come to the door and respond to the officers who were there to arrest him on multiple warrants, including hitting his own mother. They knocked for 10 minutes. They yelled. They released a canine dog in the apartment to bark and raise all kinds of anarchy. And finally, when Donovan Lewis opened the door, he had something in his hand, which an officer clearly mistook for a weapon. Imagine the stress level when you bang on the door, release a dog, yell at him to come out. He's not coming out. He's wanted on a couple warrants, including unlawful possession of a firearm. So your stress level would be at its apex. And Donovan Lewis, very unfortunately, was shot and killed. Uh, Rex Elliott is the Ben Crump wannabe who has taken this case locally. And the judge was not allowing the civil case to proceed until the criminal case against the Columbus police officer, and no, I'm not mentioning his name because he did nothing wrong but follow his training. They were not going to allow the civil case to proceed until the criminal case was concluded. But here's the thing. There isn't going to be a criminal case because the prosecutors who look at the tape can see that there is no criminal case of wrongdoing by the Columbus police officers. And the sad part of this story is that I know it is more likely than not that it will be repeated. The circumstances will be repeated in another case out there somewhere in the future because people like Ben Crump and Al Sharpton and Rex Elliott and pick a commentator on virtually any cable network or any celebrity with any following, either in sports or entertainment, perpetuate this myth that police officers are out there targeting young black men and that an interaction with a police officer is bound to go bad, so you should have and act upon a distrusting attitude toward police officers. If Donovan Lewis had opened the door with his hands up, he would be alive today to enjoy the young son who now bears his name. It is a tragedy that he is dead, but it is not a crime. And he is not, nor are his heirs, owed any money. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.